What is your American dream? Is it to own your own business? Build your dream home? Restore that antique car with your son? Whatever it is, it's worth protecting. I'm Mary Stover, a licensed insurance agent for over 17 years, and I'm passionate about protecting your American dream with a purpose. This podcast is more than just insurance. It's for the determined, independent American who works their tail off to provide for their family. If you believe in personal responsibility, freedom, and the American dream, then you're in the right place. This is the American Dream Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the American Dream Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here as always. We are going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic of conversation today. We're going to be discussing mold. Yay. I know I'm being a little sarcastic here, but it is important to know when it comes to mold, how does your insurance cover it? Mold can be quite damaging if it's not taken care of. And, you know, we talk about protecting your American dream. If you've built a home and you love your home, you are, you know, you're growing your family in it and it's where you come at the end of the day to prop your feet up and all that good stuff. The last thing you want is it to be completely damaged by mold and then also to find out that your insurance is not going to cover it. So we are going to discuss everyone's question, a burning question in their mind. If you have mold damage, does your insurance policy cover it? And of course, you know what I'm going to tell you. It all depends. I know that's super annoying. But if it was a yes or no answer, this would be a very boring podcast. (laughs) So I'm going to break it down for you and let you know in what scenarios you would have mold coverage under your homeowner's policy and in what scenarios you would not. So let's dive in a little deeper, shall we? Let's dive into mold. (laughs) Okay. First, we need to talk about a boring insurance term, but it is important for you to understand what it means in order to um, move forward this with this conversation. So the insurance term I'm talking about is called covered perils. If you actually take your homeowner's insurance policy out and look at it, which I don't recommend doing when you are sleepy, it's not exactly a thrilling read, but it is still important. If you look at your policy or you look at it online, you will see that this term is used to make it clear under what circumstances the insurance is going to be activated, in what situations, what perils your insurance company is going to kick in, okay? So now let's talk about covered perils when it comes to mold. You will not find in most, if not all, standard homeowners insurance policies, a blanket statement that just says mold is a covered peril. Mold takes time to grow. So we have to actually look at what caused the mold, right? Now, the main reason that mold forms, obviously, is when water comes into your home or it's been leaking in your home or you had water in your home for some reason, okay? That's the basic reason of why mold starts to form. But in what scenarios is your insurance company actually going to cover you? So let's talk about water-related covered perils, okay? For example, if your hot water heater bursts 
and you have resulting water damage from that sudden malfunctioning appliance, that sudden, um, something that's sudden and accidental is always key when it comes to homeowners insurance. But in this example, if it's a hot water heater that it bursts and it caused water damage and it, you know, you hire somebody to clean it up, but it doesn't get cleaned up the entire way and mold starts to grow, your insurance may cover that mold. Another example is if you have water damage as a result of firefighters, you know, spraying your house down because it was on fire. And then you have water damage and over time, mold can grow from that water damage. In these instances, mold would be a resulting damage from a covered peril. You see that the mold was not the issue to start. It was water damage from something then resulting in the mold. It's important to distinguish, make that distinguish, um, distinguish the difference between the resulting damage and the initial damage or the initial cause of the issue. Okay. Now, something else that is really important to note is that the amount your insurance may pay for mold repair and removal might not cover all of the resulting damage. Some companies may limit how much they pay for mold. Uh, some of the limits I've seen are like $10,000 per occurrence. Now you might be able to purchase extra coverage if you want, but this is something that you want to talk to your agent about. And just a little side note, always, always pay attention to coverage limits, underlying coverage limits when you get homeowner's insurance. You'll see, and you'll maybe talk to your agent or the insurance company about how much insurance coverage you want for your home or your belongings or how much liability, what your deductible is going to be. But within the policy itself, the insurance companies have these underlying limits for say jewelry or firearms. Mold could be one of those underlying limits that you don't really discuss, but they disclose it to you when they send you the policy. So it's always important to pay attention to underlying coverage limits under your homeowner's policy and check to see if there's a limit on mold. And then if you are, are concerned about it, see if you can purchase extra coverage. Now, what happens if mold is caused by water damage from some sort of outside source, like flooding, for example? Mold that forms as a result of flooding is usually not covered. I'll say it again. <laughs> mold that forms as a result of flooding is usually not covered by standard homeowners insurance policies. And here's why. Most homeowners insurance policies, if not all of them, don't cover flood damage. You actually have to buy a separate flood insurance policy. If you don't have flood insurance, it might be something to look into, but you have to buy it separate from your home insurance. Most people do not have flood insurance because they don't live near a body of water. They don't live near a river or a creek or the beach or whatever the case is, a lake. So they're not concerned about it. But flooding can also come from if you have a ton of rain and there's just not enough, um, you know, ground to absorb all that rain and the water starts to seep into your home. That could be considered a flood depending on the severity of it. So look into flood insurance if this is something that you're concerned about. So when, when discussing mold, when it comes to flooding, that's not going to be covered under your standard homeowner's insurance policy. Now, 
mold that forms from something like a hurricane or some other, here's the insurance term again, some other covered peril like that, your homeowner's insurance might cover it. If a hurricane tears your roof off and water gets inside the home, causing mold to grow over a little bit of time, you might be able to file a claim for that alongside the other damages that have been caused to the home by that hurricane. Hurricanes are going to be called considered a covered peril. Moving on to an area of mold that will never ever be covered by your insurance is when mold forms as a result of negligence on the part of the homeowner. Simply put, when the homeowner ignores home maintenance or repairs to the extent that they allow mold to grow, that's not going to be covered. Let's say that you notice that there's some warped baseboard next to your shower. And instead of investigating it to see what's causing the baseboard to warp, you just let it go. You figure well, I'll deal with it later. You just keep ignoring it. You talk yourself out of doing anything with it because you just don't feel like it. After time, mold then starts to grow on the baseboard and on the wall, or you're noticing like a, you know, some black around the shower basin. Because you didn't investigate why the baseboard was warped, or you didn't, you know, just look into it a little bit, you didn't make any necessary repairs because there's obviously a leak that caused that baseboard to warp. The insurance company is not going to pay for the mold resulting from the leak in your shower, the very slow but consistent leak in your shower that you just didn't do anything about. If you knowingly could have prevented the mold by just simply fixing the leak or you know, using a dehumidifier until you could fix the leak or something to mitigate the damage, the insurance company certainly is not going to foot the bill for the mold because you didn't do your due diligence and took care of the problem. With owning a home comes some responsibility, right? You are the owner of that home. It is your job to fix things when it goes awry. So that's when mold is never covered. Your insurance company is simply just not going to cover it if you didn't put the effort in to keep it from happening. Now, there are several things you can do to prevent mold from happening or from um, growing in your home. I mentioned dehumidifiers. That really helps to keep the humidity level down. It slows the growth of mold. So if you find yourself in a situation where you do have a, you know, a covered peril and mold would be covered, but you know, you might have that limit of 10,000, install dehumidifiers and, you know, slow the press, the growth process of that mold. Mold loves moisture. And if it's lacking moisture, it's not going to grow as quickly. Um, in, in the, on the side of preventing mold, you know, check plumbing pipes, um, adequately ventilate bathrooms or laundry rooms or any areas of the home where mold may have an opportunity to grow due to poor ventilation. Make sure that is working properly. Keep gutters clean and empty as much as possible to prevent um, what are called ice dams in the winter. That can lead to leaks like up in your roof in your attic and you don't even know it. Then when summertime comes, you've got all this moisture in there and mold can really start to grow in there without you even knowing it. 
Uh, obviously, regularly inspect your roof. Make sure you don't have any missing shingles. Uh, look around your windows and doors to make sure that water is not leaking in there. All these things are just kind of standard, you know, res the responsible thing for homeowners to do in order to prevent mold from growing in your home. You basically just want to take care of your home the best that you can. Now, if you do have to file a claim for mold damage, this is what I recommend that you do. You want to document as much as possible. And this goes for any kind of claim that you need to submit, whether it's a, for car insurance or home insurance. You want to document it as much as possible with photos and or videos would be good too to provide to the insurance company. You want to also hold on to any receipts. Um, if you had to do any kind of cleanup, always do that. Follow all of the instructions that the insurance company gives you. Um, when you're going through the claim, those kinds of things. This is just sort of common sense things, but also worth mentioning. So in case you didn't know by now, mold is absolutely nothing to mess with. <laughs> I hope this episode has helped to inform you on how things work with your insurance and how it responds to mold. And as always, as I always say, I hope you never ever have to use this information. May you all remain mold free. <laughs> Thanks as always for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. For more information about our agency and what we can do to help you, go to www.advantageinsurance.com. Advantage has two A's. So it's A-A-D-V-A-N-T-A-G-E insurance.com. Also follow me on Instagram at Advantage I-N-S one eight three zero. If you follow on Instagram, there's a freebie for you. Five mistakes to avoid when shopping car insurance. Get this freebie in your hands the next time you go to shop your insurance and make sure you're not making those five mistakes. Okay. Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you next time.